the escape. See you guys next week. RT8K News. It's one o'clock, I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories, pork traders gather at Shangsui slaughterhouse to oppose a mass call of pigs. The chief secretary urges lawmakers to calm down and discuss changes to the extradition laws rationally. And a man is arrested after a police officer fires three shots at a suspect who drove at him after refusing to surrender. Dozens of pork traders are gathered at the Shangsui slaughterhouse in an attempt to prevent a mass cull of 6,000 pigs. The traders say there's no need for a cull, despite the discovery of the deadly African swine fever in one pig imported from the mainland on Friday. However, the Secretary for Food and Health, Sophia Chan, said the slaughterhouse has been declared an infected site and warned the traders would be breaking the law if they tried to stop the cull. It is illegal if they stop the um, people in the uh, uh, slaughterhouse from culling the pigs because we have already issued through our legislation that the uh, Shangshu uh, slaughterhouse is now an infected site. And so therefore we have to first of all cull all the pigs, uh, the 6,000 pigs inside, and secondly to uh, clean and also disinfect the site in order for uh, the next batch of supply from mainland and other places uh, to come in so that the uh, supply of pork would uh, resume uh, as soon as possible. The Chief Secretary, Matthew Jiang, said there's no hidden agenda behind the government's proposed changes to the extradition laws. Writing in his blog, he denied allegations that the proposal was tailor-made for sending fugitives to the mainland, adding there's no political purpose for the changes. He urged lawmakers to scrutinize the amendments in a practical and rational manner. He was writing a day after chaos in Lechko as lawmakers scuffled over control of the bills committee studying the extradition laws. Meanwhile, activists hung huge anti-extradition banners on Line Rock and Beacon Hill in Kowloon this morning. Police have arrested a French national after he was shot while allegedly driving towards a police officer in Tunmun overnight. Superintendent Chan Yiping said officers tried to stop the man who's a suspect in a drugs possession case in a car park at the Yao Oi estate at about 2.30 this morning. The suspect ignored a police sergeant's warning to stop and drove the car towards him. The sergeant fired three, th- three, sorry, fired three shots, one of which hit the suspect's left arm. Accountancy sector lawmaker Kenneth Leung has called for legislation to better protect the rights of foreign domestic workers. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong on Mother's Day, Mr. Leung thanked the 380,000 helpers, many of them mothers themselves, saying they had contributed greatly to Hong Kong's economic success. However, Mr. Leung said the SAR hadn't done enough to address the related problem of human trafficking. With the U.S. State Department... Excuse me, placing Hong Kong on its Tier 2 watch list for the past three years. Mr. Leung said the government had introduced a hotline and improved publicity and education, but that wasn't good enough. I regret that the government has yet failed to consider passing a comprehensive legislation to combat trafficking in person. Dennis Kwok and I have worked together in drafting a member's bill entitled The Modern Slavery Bill 2017 to tackle trafficking in person and the protection of foreign domestic helpers. Apparently, no progress has been made on the side of the government to give consent to the bill so that it can be tabled with the Legislative Council for first reading. I nuked at though our neighbour, Macau, and added a piece of legislation in 2008 to combat trafficking in person. 
U.S. President Donald Trump has warned Beijing to strike a trade deal now or face far worse treatment after next year's presidential election. Mr. Trump tweeted his threat after two days of talks in Washington, D.C., failed to reach an agreement. He said Beijing might wait until the poll in the hope that it would get lucky and see a Democrat elected. But he added, the only problem is that they know I'm going to win and offer a deal that's far worse. Mr. Trump has asked his officials to prepare tariffs on almost all imports from China. A number 961 KMB double-decker bus has been completely gutted after catching fire on Connaught Road Central yesterday evening. Robert Kemp has more. The bus was en route to the Wan Chai Convention Centre from Toon Moon. At about 9pm, as it approached the Harbour Building Government offices in Central, the driver noticed smoke coming from the rear of the vehicle. He pulled over near Harbour View Street and told the seven passengers to get out. No one was hurt in the incident, but footage of the vehicle showed it to be a charred wreck, with the upper deck partially collapsed. KMB said it attached great importance to safety, and it would assist police in their investigation into the fire's cause. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Tens of thousands of people are heading to Chengzhou today for the climax of the annual Bun Festival. Extra ferry services are operating from Central ahead of this afternoon's parade in which children traditionally dress up as high-profile public figures. This year's targets for satire include outgoing MTR chairman Frederick Ma, who's been under scrutiny over a construction scandal involving the rail operator. The festivals highlight the annual bun scrambling competition in which competitors snatch buns from an 18-meter tower takes place tonight. The Iranian president, Hassan Rouhani, has warned of difficult times to come as pressure from renewed American sanctions intensifies. Iran's oil exports have virtually ground to a halt since President Trump pulled the U.S. out of an international nuclear deal and reimposed sanctions on Tehran. The BBC's Steve Jackson reports. President Rouhani urged Iran's political factions to stick together to get through the current difficulties. He warned that the economic pressures the country is currently facing could be even greater than in the 1980s, when it was subject to international sanctions during the war with Iraq. After the implementation of the 2015 nuclear deal, there was a brief boom as Iranian oil exports surged. But the reimposition of sanctions means the outlook is once again bleak for the Iranian economy. Sport, the most dramatic English Premier League title race in living memory, is just hours away from its conclusion. The lead at the top of the table has already changed an unprecedented 32 times. By midnight tonight, it could be 33 if Liverpool beat Wolves and Manchester City slip up at Brighton. But Robert Huth, who's won the league three times with Chelsea and Leicester, thinks that's unlikely. I think City would be feeling pretty confident. You know, um, having been on the run they've been on, um, Brighton definitely on the in a good form at the moment so they'll be feeling confident and you know with, with what's been going on with Liverpool in the week with the Barcelona game you know there's a taking a bit out of them but I can't or don't expect any major slip-ups they've done too well Man City to, to sort of lose grip on that now Even if City do take the title Liverpool still have a chance of silverware when they take on Tottenham in the Champions League final in three weeks' time. Former City striker Sean Goder said the success of the other English clubs in Europe pile in Europe piles the pressure on City manager Pep Guardiola to add some continental silverware to his domestic trophies. 
everything was really was focused about City and you know you got the treble on but the fact that Liverpool have gone and performed the way they have remarkably in the last few days and, and likewise with Tottenham and those two are now in the Champions League final I think this will just now put more added pressure on Pep Guardiola because you've got two managers who's relatively been a, a, around the same length of time as him who one of them are going to win it so therefore I think it puts some more pressure on Pep Guardiola Cricket World Cup hosts England continued their warm-up for the summer's tournament with a high-scoring one-day international victory over Pakistan. Batsman Joss Butler looked to be in ominous form, scoring a quick-fire century in Southampton. Here's how the BBC's Jonathan Overend saw it. With an astonishing range of hitting, sixes to all sides of Southampton, Butler racked up his eighth ODI century in just 50 deliveries. With Roy, Bairstow, Root and Morgan all getting big scores, this was an England top order in fine nick. But with a second 50 in just 17 balls, Butler was the undoubted star man. The Pakistan reply kept up with the run rate until the final couple of overs. Fakhar Zaman's brilliant 138 took them close, but tight final overs from Willie and Wokes guided England home. Formula One, the Mercedes driver Valtteri Bottas will start in pole for today's Spanish Grand Prix in Barcelona, the third consecutive time the championship leader has been fastest in qualifying. Teammate Lewis Hamilton, a point behind him in the title race, will start in second, ahead of Ferrari's Sebastian Vettel. Finn Bottas clearly enjoyed the qualifying session. Feels obviously really good um, and quite a big margin as well. Um, all I can say in qualifying, I was really, really focused on, on myself and getting those corners right that I, I felt I can still improve. So run by run, I always knew next time around I can improve here and how, how to do it. Um, and Q3 run one, I managed to get everything together and it's, um, it's such a nice feeling when you get it right and uh, when you see the lap time. In golf's Hong Kong Ladies Open, Chinese teenager Du Muahan retains a four-stroke lead over her nearest rivals with the third and final round just getting underway at Fanling. To end the news, our top stories once again. Port traders gather at Sung Sung Slaughterhouse to oppose a mass cull of pigs. The chief secretary urges lawmakers to calm down and discuss changes to the extradition laws rationally. And a man is arrested after a police officer fires three shots at a suspect who drove at him after refusing to surrender. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.